I was looking up the song that's about centerfolds. You know, the, <gasps> my blood runs cold. My memory has just been sold. You know that one? I don't think. My angel don't think. is a centerfold. <laughs> I don't think I've ever I don't know heard if that I pl- song. Oh, there it is. The song. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know this song. It is pretty familiar tune once yeah. you hear the tune. Yeah. I just oh, don't yeah. think I've ever paid attention to the lyrics before. Yes. It's... But I know the do 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 Yeah. As soon as it like starts. <laughs> yeah, it's because, yeah, the chorus is like, my angel is a centerfold. <laughs> so oh, okay. it's very old school, yeah. I feel like it was maybe one of the ones they had on repeat when I was working at the Quiznos and they had one of those. Oh, God oldies stations for the yeah <laughs> for your your listening pleasure all day long on the satellite radio oh my god <laughs> uh, ah welcome yeah. it is the curse of the centerfolds <laughs> hollywood curses times two yeah part two because there's just too many hollywood curses as we all probably realized <laughs> yeah the movies, the haunted movies, and the cursed movies, and and the cursed plays, even going so back as back as far back as Macbeth. Yeah, that right? one's a big one. There's so many things. It's crazy. I love this topic. Yeah, it's a pretty broad topic. <laughs> Speaking of broads, oh, <laughs> I am talking about the curse of the centerfolds. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm always interested in learning things I have no idea anything about in pop culture. No, I do know some things about. We all know about Playboy bunnies if we grew up. I was born in the late 80s, and then in the late 90s and early 2000s, the Playboy bunny was just like a symbol of fashion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it still kind of is. People thing. still love the Playboy bunny little symbol i remember it's just like you know you get the belly ring it's on the shorts it's on the hats it's on everything everybody apparently just wanted to (laughs) sleep with hugh hefner (laughs) no i mean yeah it's a whole thing right you get those trucker mud flaps that just are a silhouette of a buxom woman (laughs) oh god i hate those so weird i mean Let's face it, erotica's been around for a while. (laughs) Yeah. But when do you think Playboy started? Playboy? If you had to guess. Playboy, yeah. Because when we talk about centerfolds, in my case, it's talking about um, particularly the the ones that were in Playboy magazine, and they were always known as the Playmate of the Month. Well, I did just watch (laughs) a limited series on Netflix that was about the... Uh, they call them the torso killer in Times Square, and oh yes, yeah, I saw that. So it was. Oh, it feels bad because I literally finished watching it yesterday. Um, <laughs> was it like the seventies? <laughs> Maybe the. 80s? I remember it started. It was yeah. A Times Square had a an early porno start. Yeah, I would, yeah. I definitely think they were talking sixties, seventies. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I remember seeing the black and white in that Netflix show, which I'm sure everybody else has watched because it was in that 
top 10 recommended yeah. or trending. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I, as soon as they showed his face, I was like, I know his mugshot. Like I had seen, like I had like memorized his mugshot, but I had n- knew nothing about why I knew his face. Wait, which one? The torso guy from New York. Oh, yeah. sorry. For a minute, I was <laughs> like, because they, they, there's a lot of setup in that. If you guys haven't seen it, it did have a lot of talk about how it, Times Square was very sexy for a long time at first before it was all these Broadway shows. It was a lot yeah. of sex, sex shows, basically, and all these other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was interesting because we were watching it with our teenage daughter. So, oh. <laughs> well, true crime. We're all interested, and yeah. it's not like it got like super explicit, but it was talking about the fact that there was like yeah, you know, it was like strippers and everything was like XXX and come watch this and yeah, yeah that that was interesting. That was quite a history of Times Square I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, no, I never would have thought that's what Times Square was like. Like. 40 years ago. <laughs> they really revamped it. <laughs> yeah. Now they say it's like Disneyland. They said Disney took over. <laughs> You're like, yep. Oh no. What about Vegas? That's the Disneyland <laughs> for adults. No. Which... <sighs> anyway, we won't go there. Um, figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Jesus. Oh god. Alright, we gotta get through this. <laughs> All right, what did I say? So nothing. <laughs> Since Playboy started in the 1950s. Oh my god. Ooh. That's old. Shh, don't say that. There might be people listening that were born in the 1950s that will take offense. I love you, mom. <laughs> but we do, anyway, we have we have listeners in the in the teenage and 60 plus categories. I'm yeah. very proud of us. Mhm. Hi guys. So, <laughs> they're like we're gone. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely been many centerfolds or bunnies or playmates of the month since that time. So that's not disputable. So, what many may not have known or heard is that at least 20 of these playmates have died after appearing as a centerfold, and all before the tender age of 50, which is kind of the weird part. Yeah. Yeah, so, it is a little weird. Um, I didn't write it down, but you probably would have liked the first article I read, because I think it broken down into somewhat of a percentage, but that was... Oh at the time of the article and I was like it's not going to be accurate but yeah it's it is a smallish percentage but I don't know they're they're kind of um somewhat unusual deaths some of them so yeah it's it's definitely weird so it's like is it a curse or is it maybe more that there's a curse of the 15 minutes of fame that can lead to some bad luck and disasters for some beautiful people yeah Let's crack into it. Pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so of course I looked up the Hef and Playboy Mansion and all that in general, which I have definitely heard lots of, but just a little that you may not have heard, because 
that's more what I'm interested in. Not yeah. the what you do know. Yeah, that's why I'll listen to shows that are like things that you don't know about this side of the story. Um, so on Hugh Hefner, who founded founded Playboy, the great institute that is Playboy. Um, <laughs> So in January of 1952, Hugh Hefner had left his job at Esquire as a copywriter because he had been denied a $5 raise. No. He was not going to take that. (laughs) It's like, I'm just going to become a millionaire. Thank you and goodbye. It is interesting, though. We were just talking about Disney and it's like those some of those stories of those people like Disney, too, where like they're like. I'm tired of working for someone else and not making what I'm owed or what I deserve, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's why we started Castles and Cryptids. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the next year he took out a loan of $800 and raised $8,000 from various investors, including his mom, (laughs) who was proud of him, although maybe... More proud of him than the the actual work (laughs) she kind of alluded to. Uh, But yeah, that helped him launch Playboy, um, which was originally supposed to be titled Stag Party. Okay. Stag Party. (laughs) Um, The very first issue featured Marilyn Monroe under a pseudonym, and it sold 50,000 copies. That's insane. That'll do it for you. The first issue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Marilyn yeah, was, Monroe. Right? It's like, even before she... I forget what the pseudonym was, because it wasn't her actual name either. It wasn't like Norma Jean. We'll, we'll get to her, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Hugh Hefner never did meet Marilyn Monroe, but he did buy a plot next to hers in the Westwood Memorial Park Cemetery. In 1992, for $75,000. That seems so cheap. <laughs> yeah. 1992, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be that much different from today's money, so. Yeah. Kind of surprising. I don't know. I don't know how cemetery plots go. I mean, death is expensive enough. <laughs> All I think of is, like, weird rich dudes that would want to be buried next to to Marilyn Monroe, and I feel like there'd be, like, a bidding mm. war that would exceed $71,000. <laughs> oh, totally. Because people will do weird things with their money. Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds like one of the... That's a really prestigious cemetery, too, I think. hmm I love how I just answer myself. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, okay, what else do I have? I had another little fun fact... Or rather, a quote, Esquire magazine rejected Charles Beaumont's science fiction story, The Crooked Man, in 1955, so Hefner agreed to publish it in Playboy. The story highlighted straight men being persecuted in a world where homosexuality was the norm. I had to read that a few times. Um... So, the magazine received angry letters, so Hefner responded... (laughs) If it is wrong, was wrong to persecute heterosexuals in a homosexual society, then the reverse was wrong, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I kind of love that. He's like, I fucking published a short story. What do you want from me? If uh, it's yeah. wrong, then so is society. 
Hef, hef, hef. Uh, in 1961, Hafner watched Dick Gregory perform at the Herman Roberts Show Bar in Chicago, and he hired Gregory to work at the Chicago Playboy Club. Sorry. Gregory attributed the launch of his career to that night. And that was all Wikipedia. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Dick Gregory was an American comedian, civil rights, and vegetarian activist. So... Yeah. Sounds also pretty liberal and fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not vegan or vegetarian or anything. No. Sorry about it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> I love animals, but I also love to eat them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. On June 4th, 1963, Hefner was erupted. Erupted? Ruh-roh. ruh Oh, he was arrested for promoting obscene literature after he published an issue of Playboy featuring nude shots of Jane Mansfield in bed with a man present. The case went to trial and resulted in a hung jury. (laughs) I did not write that. (laughs) Sorry, pause for a drink. Okay. Um... Oh, also, he has guest starred on Sex and the City, saw that one, uh, and The Simpsons, as well as Curb Your Enthusiasm and Entourage, and he also did voice acting on Robot Chicken and Family Guy, so he doesn't mind uh, making fun of himself as himself. (laughs) Uh, But yes, as we also know him, he's a ladies' man, the ladies' man, and sometimes had up to seven girlfriends at a time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about sister wives, but I won't. No. Um, and he died in 2017 at 91 of sepsis brought on by uh, E. coli poisoning, I guess. Or yeah. brought on by E. coli. I knew he had died. I didn't remember from what. I think once people get past 90, people aren't as concerned about the specific. They're like natural causes, which... It does mean something, but just means that something else broke down. <laughs> yeah. Um, sadly, that's the thing with most of these ladies, is that because they all died before 50, it didn't seem to be natural. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're not in any particular order, so... <laughs> no. <laughs> piled from my different lists there was a i had to look at a few different lists because i swear one was like there are like over 20 of these bunnies that have had you know died early and then the list listed like 16 and so i was like now i gotta go hunt for like four more because (laughs) otherwise i'm gonna wonder and yeah oh that's stupid a little bit (laughs) okay there was uh eve meyer 48 years old at the time of her death, she was the playmate of the month for June 1955. She was flying into Tenerife, or Tenerife, oh god, I think it's Tenerife, (laughs) Uh, it's an island, on March 27, 1977, when her plane collided with another Boeing 747 on the runway. Ooh, that's awful. Yes. I wish I could take that one again, but anyway, it is what it is. That's how I said it. Um, <laughs> they, it's 
Yeah, it's fucking awful. You're right. The KLM Boeing 747 attempted to take off without clearance, crashing into the Pan Am 747 at the Los Rodeos Airport on the Canary Island of Tenerife. I'm going with Tenerife. (laughs) So yeah, two fucking 747s collided. It's like you think a car crash is bad. Yeah, oh my god. Um, it's now called the Tenerife Airport Disaster. The collision killed 583 people and still has the most casualties in an airplane crash. Um, oh my God. If you exclude... Yeah, and when I verified that, that's just excluding 9-11, which yeah. I don't count as an accident or anything. No. I'm... Not anything, but... it. Anyway. But the people that died were, like, in the plane only. Right. Where 9-11, you count, like, people in the buildings and everything for death toll. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That would be different. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different scale. But, yeah, because this one involved two of them crashing together. Yeah, it's very... Oof. I didn't know about that one. That one's... That's why this whole case, this whole research was like, oh, okay, you know, are they all just going to die in different ways? It's like, holy shit, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, that's what the first one. Uh, so number two, Star Stowe. Um, she was the Playmate of the Month from February 1977. She was 40 years old at the time of her death. She was, quote, linked romantically with Gene Simmons <laughs> and worked as an exotic dancer. Um, she worked as a sex worker in Florida, where she died in 1997. And this was probably at the hands of a serial killer. What the fuck? Yes. Maybe that's why the list was presented to me in this order on the... I, I took some of them in the order it was presented on a website, and these seem to be some, a couple of the more crazy ones. But not the only one that was murdered. Spoiler. You'll find out. So she was found... This is Star. She was found strangled three days before her 41st birthday, which would have been in March. And <clears throat> Star was born... A star was born. Um, Ellen Louise Stowe in Little Rock, Arkansas, and after moving to L.A., changed her stage name to Star because she loved the night sky. Aww. I like that. She was the first playmate to appear with a visible tattoo. You go, girl. I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah. And she married Peter Malago, and they had had a son named Michael, They divorced not too long after, and her son went to live with his grandparents due to financial and lifestyle reasons, but they were still close. And she was last seen on March 15, 1997, getting into a client's vehicle. She was found the next day behind the Eckerd Pharmacy in Coral Springs, Florida. Yeah, that's the day after my birthday she was last seen. Police knew... This was at least the second day of a very... Or, I'm going to try that again. Police knew this was at least the second death of a very similar nature. 
Another woman and sex worker named Sandra K. Walters had been strangled a few weeks earlier in the same area. So, we've got a couple of deaths that were similar now. Um, yeah. Yeah, so a few months later, two more women were found murdered in the vicinity of Coral Springs. Tammy Strunk's remains were found in a trash can in a shopping center in Plantation, uh, which was a nearby town on the outskirts. And Teresa Kettner was found in uh, Coral Springs proper. So it was all in the same area. It's just awful. I can't imagine that. Yeah, it's just like, well, yeah, we just stumbled upon a possible serial killer case because you just (laughs) never know. Like, there's so many we haven't heard of. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's why I had to, like, look up a little bit more on this one than was initially in the first article I read. Because I was like, um, you can't just say, like, possibly killed by a serial killer. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, who were the other victims? Like, what? Um... So, yeah, I think I said, yeah, that was, like, her and two more women. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Then, early two years, early? No, nearly two years went by. (laughs) That makes more sense. Nearly two years went by before two more women were found dead in the area. Police suspected a serial killer behind the bodies, but they are all still unsolved. And the killings apparently stopped shortly after. I was going to ask if they were unsolved. No. Yeah, and honestly, you know me, I dig too much sometimes. It's like if I was going to start to dig into any of these cases, it was going to be way too long. Yeah. But it's so like, what the fuck? I think that was about six women killed, and we just don't even know. Yeah. It's awful. I know. So, next, we have Jennifer Lynn Jackson, a Playmate of the Month, April 1989. And she died when she was only 40 years old. She was a finalist for the top Playmates uh, when they were doing the 35th anniversary edition of the magazine. She was charged with a DUI and theft and possession in 2007 and was placed on probation in order to undergo drug and alcohol counseling. And around three years later, she had actually died of a heroin overdose. Oh. Yeah, that's a big trend, I find, with these ones. It's um, an unfortunate lot of drugs. Yeah. Yeah, it's prevalent in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. So it's that's what it's hard to say when it's just and not even yeah, just when someone gets fame or money, you never know if they're gonna go a little crazy on the drugs or alcohol, right? Yeah, and it's yeah, but a lot of these are so they're they're definitely not black and white, and and I I think we could do a whole friggin' Patreon series if we wanted to, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then we have have to have her somewhere on the list. Marilyn Monroe, who, as we said, appeared in the very first issue of Playboy, and it was then actually called the Sweetheart of the Month. Oh, <laughs> instead of the Playmate of the Month. 
That sounds nicer. I like that better. I know, me too. <laughs> the same way they like only basically make a lot of the mainstream porn like for the men's perspective and they never think about what what the women might want it to look like. A woman will never look at this. <laughs> yeah, but I'd much rather if they're posing for the pictures, the women be called like sweethearts of the month and like a yeah. playmate of the month, like you're some toy. I don't like that. That one, ex- that's exactly the connotations it has, right? Yeah. It might, it might as well just be like sex toy of the month. <laughs> yeah, we're like sweetheart. Like, oh, it just sounds a bit nicer. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> Badass of the month. That'd be okay. <laughs> just Keanu Reeves every month. <laughs> Ooh, and Halle Berry, oh, she was impressed by the way he learned a lot of the, the stunts and shit for John Wick, yeah. Really? He does oh, yeah. so much of his own fighting, though. I feel like people knew that. I didn't. Like, he, <laughs> he has, like, martial arts and stuff, like, background, like, he does a lot of that stuff. But not everybody is like you and me, where they get obsessed yeah. with an actor or a show and they necessarily go on a deep dive. <laughs> yeah. I usually am when I get obsessed with this show. That's why he's in all those movies and stuff, and he's like an action hero now. Is is like God Pat always talks stuff. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about that from from Pat telling me that he had trained and everybody like yeah impressed a lot of people. Like I like that behind the scenes shit. I I love that stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was born Norma Jean Mortensen, <clears throat> and I'm sure we all know. She was an actress, model, singer, famous for film roles, and signature sexy curves. Uh, roles in movies like Some Like It Hot, Seven Year Itch, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and How to Marry a Millionaire. Um, she actually founded her own production company in 1954, which I didn't know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was literally just like, oh, Wikipedia, you are paying off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but because, from my understanding, she felt the studio was underpaying her and typecasting her. Mm. And she, like some of these other women here, and many women, <laughs> struggled with mental health adi- issues and addiction. And she died of a barbiturate overdose in 1962. She was 36. So sad. Ugh. Yes. And the barbiturate and a lot of these uh, drugs make me sad and mad that I hear about all the time and how badly they can react if, if you know, taken improperly or even just too long. Yeah. Some of them are very addictive. Yeah, so the a barbiturate, because it's going to come up again, uh, I have a quote here, is a drug that acts as a central nervous system depressant. Barbiturates are effective as, um, and, oh, this must have to do with anxiety, anxiolytics, hypnotics, and anticonvulsants, but have physical and psychological addiction potential as well as overdose potential, among other possible adverse effects. They have largely been replaced by benzodiazepines and non-benzodiazepines, uh, Z drugs in routine medical practice, particularly in the treatment of anxiety and insomnia, 
due to the significantly lower risk of addiction and overdose and the lack of an antidote for barbiturate overdose. Hmm. So you're like, okay. okay, it's a drug, but it has, like, a lot of side effects and things that we need to yeah. be careful of. But in, like, the oh. 50s and 60s and stuff, they probably didn't have alternatives. Like we oh, know. man. Oh, that's there's awful. There's so much... Yeah, it seems like there's so much abuse of prediction, prescription drugs, especially in the Western, like, North America here. And yeah. I always see things online that are like, what? Like, it's so weird how you guys it's in America have, like, drug easy. commercials. But, like, my my dad's friend, he had to get, like, knee surgery. And after the knee surgery, they prescribed him, like, a strong pain medication. And they prescribed it for quite a long time, and his wife is a nurse, and he, like, told his wife one day, I was like, I can feel myself, like, craving it, and he's like, I need to, like, stop this right now, like, we need to figure out something different, because he felt himself starting to get addicted to it. Like, it's so easy. Yeah. And, like, uh, anyway, could be completely unnecessary, like, not completely unnecessary, but think if we explored all the more natural things that we've said are so bad for so long like weed <laughs> anyway benzos are depressants and though they are viewed as safe and effective for short-term use they can have negative effects effects with long-term use cognitive impairment worsened agitation and other withdrawal symptoms hmm. so just be careful um and then we have our next playmate or sweetheart. We'll call them sweethearts of the month. Yeah. <laughs> um, was Tiffany Sloan, who was uh, the sweetheart of the month in October 1992. And she unfortunately died at 35. Oh, so young. Yeah. This one I maybe saw because she apparently acted a few times in Married with Children, which I, I bought the box set for Pat. He grew up oh. watching that. I used show. to watch it with my mom and dad, yeah. like, every once in a while after school. I mean, what's his face there? He's funny. Yeah, when Al. I showed my <laughs> when I showed my parents um, Modern Family, my dad just went, is that the guy from Married with Children? <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure. And he's not the only funny one, obviously. They're all pretty damn funny. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, I just changed pages. Yeah, acted a few times on marriage with children. And she and OD'd. And that's... Uh, what most sources say was an intentional suicide. Aw. Oh, so it's bad. A lot of these are very, very sad, and I, I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like it. It's sad. It's sad what happens to people, like, especially women, when we're, you know? Yeah. And we're just trying to model what the good Lord gave us. <laughs> Why should it be seen as so horrible that men gotta be like, I gotta do this, or we gotta get so crazy that we gotta, you know, turn to yeah. OD and on everything, and I don't know. Okay, this is, um, she's another famous one. Jane Mansfield. Um, have you heard of her? No, I don't think so. 
I mean, it's she's very much almost the same time as Marilyn Monroe. So she was the Playmate of the Month or the Sweetheart of the Month in February 1955. And also appeared numerous times in the magazine after that. And then she also acted too, much like Marilyn Monroe. So she had a, a starring role in 1963's Promises, Promises, which was actually... Uh, quote, the first nude starring role in a major Hollywood film. Oh. So we got to see her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, I guess what it is about is after a drunken spree on a cruise ship, two women discover that they're pregnant and set out to find who the fathers are. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. Ew. It was the 60s. Alright. <laughs> such, a, such a weird plot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, aren't the best movies? Yeah. <laughs> she did other movies with, like, Cary Grant. She starred with him in Kiss Them For Me. So, yeah, she had a very promising career. Um, that's what's all the more sad. Because it, in 1967, that was just four years after that Promises, Promises movie, um, she, three of her children, and two other adults were driving when their car ran into the back of a tractor trailer and they were all killed. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, they were speeding, which wasn't great, but um, it did lead to some changes. You'll see. A cha so Jane and the two other adults were in the front seat. It was her agent slash boyfriend, Sam Brody, and their driver, Ronnie Harrison, and they were all killed in the crash, which, yeah, is horrible. But, mm -hmm. they, yeah, they were right at the point of impact. Yeah. So their three, the three kids, or Jane's three kids, were in the back seat. And they survived with minor injuries, which I was surprised uh, and amazed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and those kids were Zoltan, Zoltan, Mickey Jr., and Mariska. And Mariska might sound familiar to you because that is Mariska Hargitay, son of Jane Mansfield. Son. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> Mariska uh, was the daughter of Jane Mansfield and Mickey Hargitay, making Mariska the Hargitay that grew up to appear on many shows, including Law and Order. Dun dun! <laughs> No, I'm I don't sorry. know them. I never watched Law and Order. Oh, and have you never heard of Mariska Hargitay? No. Oh, they even like say her. Oh, uh, I forget what other show it was, but I don't know. It was one of those shows where they like, break the fourth wall or whatever, and they're like, "Oh yeah, just like her." And... No. Anyway, um, but yeah, I didn't know that. I thought that, like, I didn't even realize that in the first reading of whatever I had to dig further I was like these things are yeah. so six degrees of separation in Hollywood <laughs> yeah for how many people are in Hollywood it's kind of weird and sometimes they get together and they have kids together <laughs> and then you have all these Hollywood kids yeah um so these rumors that people might have heard at the time that she was decapitated by the crash were untrue Thank goodness, I guess. Oh, yeah. So what happened was, she did have a wig in the car with her, 
and it was like thrown so oh, that when okay. people saw it and it wasn't next to her, they literally thought it was like her head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she unfortunately did die from massive head trauma. So it's not like she wasn't oh. injured in her head. Yeah. yeah. But it it's just like it's, people think it was like literally severed from her body, which wasn't true. Um, but something I didn't know was from that point on, these big trucks, these big rigs were fitted with an extra safety feature. They were, quote, equipped with an underride guard to help prevent such accidents from happening again. These guards were commonly called Mansfield bars. Oh, okay. So, like, I literally saw someone I was driving to work today, and I was like, oh, my God, they're, like, on the bottom of the trailer, tractor trailer, like. Yeah, so you can't go under it, right? Right, because they're so much taller than you, it's, like, literally where you would, like, fucking shoot into if you were the one to to drive into the back of them. Because from what I read, what happened was they were going quite fast, they were speeding, it was a highway, it was dark, and um, there was a vehicle spraying some insect repellent that was creating, like, this fog of spray. And then, yeah, um, the the tractor, the truck, tractor-trailer vehicle had to slow down for that vehicle spraying the spray in front of them. Oh, and wow. because of the reduced visibility, that's how they ended up, like, not seeing any of the vehicles in front of them until it was too late. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this one's a huge bummer. <laughs> but, ugh, they're all kind of interesting little different stories, too. That yeah. I, I thought, yeah, I was, like, fascinated. Okay. <laughs> so then we had Katie May. She was Instagram famous before her photo shoot in Playboy. She had a massive following on Instagram and also on Snapchat. She had like 1.9 million followers on Insta. And her Instagram was shut down briefly in 2015 for risque fo- photos. And she was often dubbed the queen of Snapchat. Yeah. So... Yes, social media queen here. Uh, So she did go to model for Playboy. They sought her out for a shoot. Uh, It wasn't for the Playmate of the Month, so she wasn't... She is one of the lists that wasn't a centerfold, but she had gone for a a photo shoot with them. Mm. And she had ended up having a fall on a photo shoot in January 2016. And... It was a little unclear. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's exactly the same photo shoot or not, but what happened was it most likely caused her to have a pinched nerve, and she actually tweeted on January 16th, 2016, pinched a nerve in my neck on a photo shoot and got adjusted this morning. It really hurts. Any home remedy suggestions, loves? XOXO. Yeah, so she was very engaged with her followers, and she... Yeah, she knew she had fucked up her neck somehow with this fall. But by January 31st, she was heading back to the chiropractor to try and alleviate her pain. And the next day, she experienced numbness in her hands and then ended up going to the Cedars-Sinai Hospital, where she then tragically died of a stroke caused by a blocked artery. Mm. 
Oh, that's awful. I know. She was so young. Oh, I have it here somewhere. Um, so unexpected. Um, yeah. I think she was my age, honestly. Um, her family was devastated that they had never even got to speak to her again. Um, her daughter Mia was her whole world. <laughs> I thought her full name was kind of cute. Her her daughter's name was like Mia May Maimon. Like her last <laughs> name. It was all M's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mia's dad, who controls Katie May's estate, the one who died, sued the chiropractor who performed the adjust- adjustment for being aggressive. And I couldn't find any verdict, only that her death had been ruled accidental. So I don't know if it's settled or not, but like, oh. they said, yeah, they said he was too aggressive or something. COVID might have delayed stuff. Stuff like that can take years, and then COVID probably just delayed it now. It could have been if he had filed it then. Because it, yeah. when she died, it would have been 2016-ish. Ugh. But yeah, it's just, it was just unexpected. Yeah, that's um, terrible. So I'm gonna think about that anytime I get like a crick in my neck. I'm gonna. Be that's like, why I don't oh. like those ones. I know. Oh. You're like it could literally happen to anyone. So, but, I don't know. Just always go. Just go see people. You always go see your doctor. I know you do. You don't just let yeah. things fester. <laughs> no. No, and I don't know. I think people trust their chiropractors mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I think Pat does. <laughs> um, but yeah, she did not actually get to be a playmate, like I said. Oh, damn it. I should have. I wish I had something more happy to end that one on. Okay. Holy fuck. So, <laughs> then we have Lynn Nanette Allstand, who was the Playmate of the Month, July 1958. And she was an actress slash model who appeared in such films as Beast from Haunted Cave, Living Venus, and the TV show Highway Patrol. I like Beast from Haunted Cave. (laughs) That's why I wanted to include that. (laughs) Um, She was really tiny. She was only five foot two. Oh, wow. I know. I know. We're like, what, five four? I am. So that's what she's I am (laughs) like five six and almost oh, five okay. seven. Oh, okay sorry sorry <laughs> i misheighted you <laughs> but she died from cancer at the age of 30 so again Aww. a young one yeah next one Paige young she also died at age 30 she was the playmate of the month november 1968 and her story is a little bit true crimey in that she was linked to Bill Cosby in the early 70s when he used to frequent the Playboy Mansion and they dated. Yeah. Gross. And she killed herself with a gunshot wound to the head in 1974. Aww. That's awful. I know. And possibly related. We don't know. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Fuck Bill Cosby. <laughs> Ugh. So, then there was Claudia Jennings, Playmate of the Month, November 1969. She worked as a receptionist at Playboy um, before being 
<laughs> the Playmate of the Month, and then Playmate of the Year in 1970. Holla. Yeah. And then she delved into some film, quote unquote, starring in <laughs> Truck Stop Women and... Oh, oh God. Bit, yeah. <laughs> truck Stop <laughs> But she also appeared in, like, the Brady Bunch, so, like, similar to the other one, Married with Children. (laughs) Oh, my God. They're actors slash models. You know, it's L.A. Um, I just didn't think from truck stop women to the Brady Bunch. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you would think, like, Petticoat Junction. (laughs) Um... But, unfortunately, in 1979, she fell asleep at the wheel and crashed her car. And she was only 29. Wow. Yeah. Um, then Eliza Bridges was Playmate of the Month, December 1994. She was found dead in bed with one of Hugh Hefner's friends, a man named Edward Nahum. She was only 28. Wow. Yeah, she had died from uh, acute intoxication by the combined effects of heroin and meth. Oh my gosh. Yes, also very sus in my opinion. Yeah, because she she was was right there. Yeah, and also all this. Scrapes and bruises found in her body, although they said not enough to equal like a major struggle, quote unquote. But, like, a struggle enough when you're experiencing an overdose on drugs. Exactly. And someone's bigger than you. And then a a cup was found nearby in a trash can with an unidentified powdery substance inside, but no other drugs or alcohol were found in the room. So just that. And uh, the man, Nahim... Uh, claimed he had not seen her since the night before. So, yeah, there was no track marks on her arms from shooting heroin, um, but that doesn't mean she couldn't have been speedballing meth, which I guess is meth and heroin together, and then it doesn't have to be injected. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, It's very sus. She had shot a few pics for a Playboy spread. A spread. <laughs> Sorry. I'm the worst. <laughs> because, so she she shot the Playboy photo shoot, a photo spread, but by the time it came out, she had already died. Aww. She died February 7th, 2002. Um... And then, yeah, like we said, she'd been found in the house of the the other guy, even though her own apartment was only 15 minutes away. So it was all kind of very, I don't know, I could I could do a deep dive on that one just to find out more, you know? Yeah. Uh, then there was Tanya Cruz. She was the Playmate of the Month, March 1961. She had Choctaw heritage. I think it's Native American. And at 28 years old, she died in a car crash. So that's common. Yeah. That's so weird, all these crashes and everything. Yeah. A lot of them are quite violent deaths. Yeah. If, especially, if you, and then the overdoses. Yeah. Um, 
Then we had Wiley Ray. Or, I don't know if it's Wiley. It's spelt Willy, but that just <laughs> didn't seem like Willy. the right pronunciation to me. <laughs> um, she was the Playmate of the Month, February 1971, and was born in the Netherlands but moved to Vancouver at age six so she was Dutch Canadian um, but was dead of a barbiturate overdose just two years later after her photo shoot um, oh. in 1973 yeah. and like people were surprised her boyfriend said that although she was still struggling with depression that the only drugs she ever took were prescription drugs. She didn't even drink. She couldn't because of her asthma. He also noted, There is a warning on these pills that says you do not know you have taken the first one and you'll keep taking them. And that's what happened with her. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, that's really sad. It doesn't sound like she meant no. to end her life. But it seems crazy to me that doctors would prescribe you something that you would forget, like, continually forget you're taking. I know. Like... Prescription meds are great, but dangerous. Yeah, even when they're prescribed to you. Yeah. (laughs) She has a legacy. She appeared on Playboy's first stock certificate. So out of all the Playboys he could have put on their first official stock certificate, he chose Wiley's nude image. No. <laughs> on your stock. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Um, alright, we're getting there. So then there, it's long. I feel bad. I'm not trying to power through them. There's just so many women. Ugh. It's like, it's like you're reading a serial killer case or something. Yeah. And then there's so-and-so. Right. Um, yes. Then we had Carol Willis, Playmate of the Month, July 1970. She was a Texan who was also part Cherokee. And she also had worked as a receptionist at Playboy, um, just like one of the other ones. And less than one year after being the centerfold, she was killed in an auto accident. Jeez. And at 22 years old, she is the second youngest on the list. Oh, my God. And then Dorothy Stratton. She was the Playmate of the Month, August 1979. She was a Canadian born in Vancouver. And on Pat's birthday, February 28th, uh, but 1960. And... She was the Playmate of the Year in 1980, and that was the same year she died, I found out. Wow. She was murdered by her estranged husband, Paul Snyder, and she was only 20 years old. She was the youngest. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's terrible. Ugh, so maddening. They had met to finalize their divorce. I can't believe she even had an estranged husband at 20, but whatever like she shouldn't have died then either and he shot her and then himself oh my god you're getting a divorce like just go fuck yourself he was an asshole like jesus um, Ugh. yeah there i have a little bit more on them he was a pimp who met her at a dairy queen she was working at i think in vancouver <laughs> And he had persuaded her to do nude modeling. 
and he actually wore a sparkly star of David over his mint mink coat and was sometimes called the Jewish pimp. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but there was actually a movie called Star 80 about her life and their story. I think Star 80 was on one of their license plates or something. I'm not sure where mm. it comes from. And yeah, he or er, he starred in several movies. Oh, I think I meant she starred in several movies and uh, they all laughed, which was a movie about falling in love in New York City. Was said to be based on her story loosely as well. Hmm. Um, this one was a familiar name to me on the list, just like Marilyn Monroe and Jane Mansfield, Anna Nicole Smith. Yep. Yep. <laughs> she was the Playmate of the Month, May nineteen ninety two. I didn't really know how I knew her, but... Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, she was the Playmate of the Month in 92. Her real name was Vicki Smith. Um, and apparently people thought she had a resemblance to Jane Mansfield, which apparently helped her rise to fame. And then she also had contracts with companies like Guess and H&M, so that was yeah. helpful. <laughs> She acted in a few movies and stuff, and one of them was Naked Gun, 33 and a Third, and I know I've seen the Naked Gun movies at one point. I've seen at least one. Yeah. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> I mean, I like Austin Powers. This kind of feels like a precursor yeah. to those kind of movies. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Yeah, and she was apparently on Allie McBeal, which I've seen. My dad used to watch it. And then she got a reality show. Sadly, her 20-year-old son, Daniel Wayne Smith, died when visiting her in the hospital after she gave birth to her new daughter, Daniel Lynn Hope Stern. How did this does make a lot of sense at first? But apparently he died from a lethal combination of drugs. Aww. Yeah, including methadone and antidepressants. It's just so much overdosing and drug uh, shit going on here. Yeah. Hello? I'm here. Oh, that was him opening the door. Okay, I'm almost done. <laughs> I thought it was my door. Um, on February 8th, 2007, Smith uh, was found unresponsive in room... Or, sorry, I should say, quote was found unresponsive in room 607 at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Another accidental drug, drug overdose um, with sleeping pill chloral hydrate as the major component. Mm. <sighs> so sad. And then there was Ashley Mattingly, who was the Playmate of the Month March 2011. <clears throat> And she also had her demons. And there was also seemed to be a dependency with alcohol and substance abuse. Um, which is the theme here. Look at a lot of these. Yeah. And was also a survivor of domestic abuse. Um, but she had been like doing well in her life, improving it, training to be a pilot. Um, her twin brother, William, said that she had moved to Austin to be closer to closer to her nieces. 
That sucks. So sad. Yeah, like, she, he said she was horseback riding at a rehab facility, so we thought that, like, her mental health was getting better. But, unfortunately, she took her own life at just 33 with a gunshot to the head. And she also had opioids and benzos in her system. Jeez. It all just reads like, oh, just be so careful with these drugs. They're so problematic. Um, okay, what do I got? Three more. (laughs) Sorry. I ran out of, uh... I need water. <laughs> I'll get there. Okay. Stephanie Adams was the Playmate of the Month, November 1992. She was a model turned author. I think she might have been one of the only ones on the list that was uh, black also, from what I, the pictures I looked at. Um, oh. But she, I love that she loved to read and was an author. She loved Hugh Hefner's library the most, she said. Quote, I lived there for months, and my favorite room in the mansion was his wonderful library, which he welcomed me to enjoy any time. That's good. Yeah. The 47-year-old had been embroiled in a custody battle with her ex over their 7-year-old son. She and her son were both found dead outside their New York hotel in a murder-suicide in May 2018. She had jumped out of their 25th floor penthouse room in the Gotham Hotel, taking her son Vincent with her. Oh my god. I know. That's terrible. I'm sorry. I don't know how else to preface that one. That, like, just just takes me back to the lady in, like, one of her first ones that I did that was, like, throwing her kids off the Mm. hotel balcony. I know. Why? Why would you punish your poor innocent children? Like, leave your kids out of it if you're gonna kill yourself. If it's really come to that, leave your kids out of it. In a custody battle? How pathetic. Is Oh, I can't have them. You can't have them. So you're just... Sorry. It is very infuriating. Um, Yeah, they were found on a second floor balcony in the rear courtyard. Yeah. Hours before checking in, she had told people that her ex was preventing her from taking her son on vacation. Ugh. And it didn't say if, like, he was abusive or anything towards either of them? You didn't run across it? Not that I saw. No. You don't yeah. know, but still, like... It's so extreme. <sighs> We're, we're almost there. I got a couple more. Because um, <laughs> we just powered through after recording the other one. Like 20, um, <laughs> 20 just like bombers in a row. <laughs> it is. It's so much. Mm, but we want to honor them. Yeah. All right. We got Cassandra Lynn Hensley. Playmate of the Month, February 2006. She had two children with her husband, Gary. She was from Utah. She died in January 2014, found in a bathtub by a friend who tried CPR, and she had uh, consumed cocaine and alcohol before her death. Mm. It was ruled an accidental overdose. She was 34. Wow. Then there was Jasmine Fiore. She worked for Playboy for a year, but was not officially a playmate. She had dreams of working in real estate and as a personal trainer. 
Oh, and she was from a place called Bonnie Dune, California. Oh. We have a Bonnie Dune here. Yeah. <laughs> it's spelled differently. A little yeah. bit. But, or like, anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to say, I think ours here was not Bonnie with a Y. It's maybe not. I think it's I an I-E. Yeah, that might be the difference. But she was described as a small-town girl with a love for nature and animals, a strong work ethic, and a warm personality. She was murdered, found beaten, strangled, and stuffed into a suitcase in August 2009. What the fuck? In a dumpster in California. Oh my god. I know. I think... I don't know. I don't want to say, you know, there's close to sex workers, but, like, doesn't it seem like certain people are just considered easier victims? Yeah. I don't know, because maybe that has something to do with it. But this one was the husband, Calgary-born Ryan Jenkins. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Was charged with the murder, but he was never brought to trial because he was found dead by suicide in a motel room. Good. Coward. She had previously told her mother that the marriage was to get Jenkins a green card. No, no. She said he was very controlling and that it didn't work out. Fuck you. See? Some Canadians are assholes. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and we won't apologize for him. No. Okay. Finally, we have uh, Christina Carlin Craft. She was a Playboy's Cyber Girl of the Week. Oh. Um, in oh, May yeah. 4th, 2009. When, is, when did they stop their, like, physical sales? I don't know that they did. I thought they did at some point. I thought it was, oh, like, a Oh, they may thing. have. Because I do have, yeah, there's a couple on my list that weren't, that weren't didn't make it to the print one or whatever yeah. and i yeah this one was just online from what i see mm-hmm. i know because <laughs> now porn hub is everywhere yeah. <laughs> excuse me um she was from new jersey this was christina and she had modeled in vanity fair maxim and victoria's secret she was an animal lover and was engaged to her longtime partner, Alexander um, Ciccatelli. Ciccatelli? It's very Italian looking. <laughs> um, fuck him. Who cares? <laughs> no. Wait. Did he do something? I don't know! Scrap that. Fuck him. <laughs> that was the last guy we were fucking. Like, yeah. Fuck you! Okay. I was like, wait, does he murder her? No, I don't think so. I'm oh. sorry. I'm so sorry, Alexander. <laughs> okay. He was her partner. He hadn't heard from her all day. He went looking for her at her condo. And when his key wouldn't open the door, um, the deadbolt was drawn. He called the police. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Um, then they entered and found her dead under a blanket. Hmm. She had a broken nose, two black eyes, and strangle marks on her neck. What? Yeah. Um, CCTV footage showed Christina getting a rideshare home with a man who was later identified as ex-con Jonathan Harris. So they got him. That's good, at least. Jeez. Yeah, apparently they had been drinking and done some coke. Like, he might have been a drug dealer. 
was one of the sides I got from it. He said they got into a fight about her not paying for an ounce of coke, and that's when it got violent. Um, so he said they got drunk, you know, did some coke, had sex, whatever. Had a, had a good old time. And then he said, yeah, she was like, I don't have to pay for the coke because we the sex just we just had. Sex. <laughs> yeah. And then he said he hit her and then started beating her. And then when she tried to phone 911, he panicked and killed her by choking her. He told the court, I know. Why do people suck? (laughs) Why are people? Um, He told her that he covered the former model's body with a blanket after taking her life. Quote, I didn't want to see her like that. I knew she was hurt really bad. I I Ooh. I can do that to somebody else. I can kill them, but I don't want to look at their body after. Right. That upsets me. Mm. I'm just glad he got caught, and I'm like, at least I don't think it was premeditated. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, he didn't it, it, go. Yeah. Yeah. He hadn't done this before. Either. No. He did later. Well. <laughs> Kind of fuck him. (laughs) Okay. Because he later told his cellmate there, quote, is nothing like squeezing somebody and feeling the last breath leave their body. Mm. Well, then just become a Dexter and just murder everybody. Everybody gross in prison. I know. Sorry, I kind of forgot about that part. I was like, oh, yeah, he does seem like he didn't do it before, but then he did seem like he kind of liked it. So, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, he was definitely convicted of first degree murder and given life in prison, no parole. Um, but a sad part and strange of that was that her fiance, Christine's fiance, said that she never did drugs and Hmm. actually no drugs were ever found in her system. Oh. So that one still kind of remains a bit of a mystery in that sense because we don't know. What the fuck is true? Yeah. And that is the last horrible death of an unfortunate beautiful woman I have to tell you about. Yeah, wow. That was a wild ride from start to finish. <laughs> and there So was, was the research. There there wasn't many ups. There was a lot of downs. True, <laughs> true. And this was not our usual that's not our even our true crime episode. I'm just like, no. wait, this person got murdered. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> yeah. You're the one that snuck in the true crime in a, in a <laughs> supernatural episode. Normally it's me. I took a back road to murder town. <laughs> yeah. Hard. <laughs> no, but it was it was interesting. Yeah, I liked I liked learning about that. So we will see you next time for what what are we doing? And oh more kind of maybe sadness because it's gonna be disappearances. <laughs> yeah, unsolved disappearances. So interesting though. Just because something's not solved doesn't mean it doesn't deserve attention. And we always no. say that. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for listening right. and we'll catch you next week. Bye bye. Alright. Keep it cryptic. Bye bye. <laughs>
This has been Castles and Cryptids. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and our YouTube channel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. On our website, you can listen to all of our episodes as well as view pictures for each of our segments. Check out our Patreon page to view all of our tiers and become a Patreon supporter today to unlock monthly bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes content. We are working on an Ask Us Anything. You can submit questions by social media or by email at castlesencryptids at gmail.com. Do you have a spooky ghost story, a creepy cryptid sighting, or a thrilling true crime tale you would like to share and have us include in a future episode? Send us your listener story by social media or by email. Please include the name that you would like mentioned. Our music is by Kobe Affair. Our logo and artwork is by Antonio Garcia. Thanks for listening!